Today on Lockdown Red Wings, we are going to break down the 6-3 victory over the Philadelphia Flyers. You're Locked On Red Wings, your daily podcast on the Detroit Red Wings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, welcome back to the Locked On Red Wings podcast. We are hosts Brian Fisher and Scotty Bentley. Scotty also hosts over at Locked On Tigers. Thanks for making us your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms. Scotty, you finally got me. You boomed me. Absolutely annihilated me on Twitter last night during the Red Wings game. We talked about it the other night. Your penchant for your mom jokes, and you absolutely destroyed me. <laughs> that gif is one of my... Every time I look at it, it kills me, man. It's just such a great, stupid gift. I I got a notification saying you replied to me, or Lockdown Red Wings replied to me. And I go, well, what did Scotty have to say? And I'm like, fully expecting it to be snarky. And I look at the gif, I go, this mother. <laughs> he was waiting in the wings. He, he's been waiting for so long. Bro, I, you made the mistake of asking a who question. And, I did. And, 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 you know, on a platform that I would see it on. That, that's kind of on you, honestly. It was great. No, it was, it was, it was really <laughs> funny. You're, you're a funny person, Scotty. You know, it makes me sad. Um, it comes at my expense. sad that I'm make, funny? It comes at my expense. I'm getting bullied. Uh, I get it enough in my real life for my roommates. <laughs> no, nah, I love my roommates. Um, yeah, so the Detroit Red Wings beat the Philadelphia Flyers 6-3, completing the season sweep of the Flyers. And in each case, I think they, they pretty much dominated the performances. Now, the Philadelphia Flyers in this one had the edge and shot attempts and shot on shots on net, shots that got through. But the Corsi in this game was the Red Wings all along. Uh, they, they Philadelphia Flyers got a little bit back in the third period, but when it comes to shot attempts that went through, the Red Wings were dominating that game. And, I mean, it showed up on the score sheet. They scored six goals in this one. Granted, two of them were uh, empty net, but Nedeljkovic continues to... I, I don't want to say bounce back, Scotty, because bounce back would indicate at this point that he is still rough, and he's not rough anymore. And this is the third game in a row where he's been good again. And this was probably his, uh, uh, this is just another great example of how he has like re cemented himself as this is Nedeljkovic. Like Nedeljkovic is back on the horse. It's no longer, well, is it going to last? Or, you know, what's the real Ned? Like Ned is proven now at this point after another 30 safe performance tonight on 33 shot attempts from um, the Philadelphia Flyers that this is the real Nedeljkovic. Yeah, I completely agree. I think uh, I think he's back, and I think that this is now what was the expectation expectation at the beginning of the year is now the expectation again, and I think everybody kind of just expects. All right, Ned is Ned again. Had a little bit of a rough stretch in the middle of the season, and that's not to say that you know he's going to keep everybody three or, or or less the rest of the year. I don't I don't think anybody expects that either, but. At, at the end of the day, the, the defense in front of him is still really, really rough. Uh, but he has seemed to 
uh, have found a way to to kind of I don't know dig deep, kind of kind of overcome it a little bit at least. So uh, yeah, no, I I completely agree though. I think that this is now just um, especially if it if it keeps lasting through the rest of the season, which we have no reason to believe it won't that that net is just back to how he was and then that that is actually who net is well and that ability to overcome it like you said is is kind of needs to be mentioned like it cannot go unspoken how important that is especially with goaltenders where in goal and as a goalie like self-confidence is a huge thing like you get down on yourself the whole team can kind of crumble because you are the last defense you know he had a stretch of bad games there as well did thomas grice and he was able to get back and now have three straight solid performances, you know, against one, the Vancouver Canucks were young, great team, a young, really good team. Seattle Kraken have been struggling a little bit this year. And yeah, admittedly, the Flyers aren't that good, but that's three straight performances where he's been very good, two of which he faced 40 plus shots in. So to see that and be able to rebound, and this is your first game, this is your first season as a starting goaltender, first full season, rather, as a starting goaltender. So he's playing more games than he did last season as a rookie the workload's increased. And like you said, to your credit, he's playing behind a worse defense as well. And so the ability to take that, get into a slump and then rebound out of that and have great and have, you know, get back on the horse and have great performances. I mean, just speaks to his mental maturity, maturity as well. And you know, my faith, I, I'll admit it. My faith was a little bit shaken during that rough stretch. It's like, I don't know which is the real Nidalkovich. Maybe Carol, I even said it and I'll own up to it. I said, maybe this is why Carolina traded him. Maybe they saw something that we didn't. But I'm glad to have been wrong because this three-game stretch, he's proven like, no, I'm okay. I'm okay. And I love to see that. Yeah, and, and I, I'm mostly, I'm personally just really excited to, you know, get me to get me to next season when, when we maybe have an offseason to put a better defense in front of him, man. I'm, I'm really excited about the, like, we see how good his performances are now with the defense he has in front of him are right. Like uh, I get really, really pumped up thinking about how, how good he could be with a halfway decent defense. in front of him. And you look at the goals he did let in tonight's game against the flyers. Only one of them was really, I don't even want to say like, Oh, he should have made that save. He let in two mid danger shots against as goals. And one of it was like, okay, he probably, he might've not even might've been able to make that save. Maybe not. But two of them were complete defensive breakdowns. One was right after Red Wings scored to go up two to nothing. They turn the puck over the defensive zone and allow a three on O on Nedeljkovic. Nothing he can do on that. Another one was a, a pass through the defense, behind the defense for a breakaway. Again, nothing you can do about that. When you're all alone with the player, like at that point, if the goalie makes a save, he gets all the credit. But if it does, if it goes past him, like, well, where was the defense? Like you can't have a three on O on in your goalie starting from inside your own defensive zone. That play started in your own defensive zone. You gave up a three on O. How does that happen? It was really impressively bad. Yeah. Yeah. Not a not a great uh, not a great turnover. So that's why, even though I mean, again, it was a over nine hundred save percentage, which is usually like my baseline for whether or not it was a good performance. Of course, very variables take place in whether the defense how well the defense plays in front of him. But like he let in three goals, but. Two of them, there's nothing he could do on. You know, if he would have made those saves, all credit to him. But just, yeah, continued, continuing to build on these great performances he's having, really getting back up there. His save percentage continues to climb back up after briefly dipping down below. 
um, that 900 mark. But yeah, he made six of seven saves from high danger slot areas, and the one high danger shot he faced was at three on O. So he was he was really good in this game. Ned and Cosa to the moon. Ned and Cosa to the moon. Um, when it comes to the defense in this game, because that's going to be that's that's probably the biggest detriment this team had in this game. It's going to be the biggest detriment they've had all season. Yeah, shocker, right? Uh, yeah, shocker. Not it wasn't the best defensive performance from any of these players, um, but there was one player, of course, who stood out and has always stood out all season long, and that's Moritz Sider, continuing to be an absolute bully of the Philadelphia Flyers. What is this man on that when he plays the Flyers, he just he's a tank? It it was crazy. They the the reverse hits are crazy, man. Like the Moritz Sider reverse checks are they're <laughs> they're nuts, man. The one he had he had against last night was that might be the most. It was aggressive, like aggressive one of the year. And he's had some, some bangers, man. And that, that one might take the cake. I mean, that was, that was, that was aggressive, aggressive, aggressive. And I'm trying to remember who it was on. And for the life of me right now, I I can't, can't and that's on, that's on me. What was that? I can't either. Yeah. And, but it was just, it was along the boards there. And the guy came and I don't even think he was expecting to get reverse hit. Like he wasn't even prepared for it. At no, all. they never are, but they always do. I don't know why people don't learn. And then there was a play in the defensive zone as well, where a Philadelphia flyer came up to it and actually took the puck off of cider cider immediately just took his arm, pushed him, knocked him to the ground and took the puck back. Like how is a 20 year old rookie this strong? I mean, like this little stiff arm, we talk about it and you know, we joke about it, but, God Almighty, the dude's the Calder favorite. Like it's not even the favorite. Like it's basically just give him the trophy already. Yeah. I don't care. If, if at this point, not only, not only would it be uh, atrocious if he didn't win it. It. I mean, we're getting to a point where it would be egregious if he didn't win it unanimously. Oh, absolutely. And like, I don't care what a twenty-six-year-old Michael Bunting is doing. Between a four we line do not of care. Matthews and Marner, he can rack up as many points as he wants. That's not going to be nearly as impressive as what Mort Sider is single-handedly doing on the Red Wings defense on a team like this. Yeah, we do not care. Do not care. Sider is far and away the favorite, and he should absolutely be. He should just, like you said, unanimous at this point. Um, today's episode is brought to you by HelloFresh. Uh, with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients, and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh delivers pre-portioned ingredients to your door, including farm-fresh produces that arrive within a week so you can convenience, convenience without skimping on quality. Skip the trip to the grocery store. Customize your favorite dishes with the HelloFresh Hello Custom offerings by swapping out one protein or side for another, upgrading for a more luxe experience, or even adding a protein or to a veggie meal. That means more choices, more variety, and more meals truly tailored to you. Scotty, the we actually so we talked about this last night when we first noticed that oh like HelloFresh is back again. We at my place with my two roommates, we actually got HelloFresh through Locked On when I was just a producer because we used the code 
And we, you know, being three men who live in an apartment together, we didn't cook. And we were like, we need to stop buying food so much. And we're like, we need to try this HelloFresh thing. And I got it 100%, Scotty. Loved every moment moment of it. Every chicken dish, every burger dish. And like some of them are like out of the ordinary. Like it's not just you're like, oh, here's a burger with fries. You know, it's, you know, you it's going to make you make these meals that aren't hard to make, but are delicious and maybe out of the realm of something you would think to make on your own. I mean, I, I didn't like asparagus before HelloFresh. And then they had the way they make you cook the asparagus in the oven. I was like, damn, this is really good. <laughs> like every single meal was good. I, it, it's just definitely, it was definitely worth what we were paying for it. And it sends, like it says, it sends fresh ingredients to your doorstep. And what else could you, oh, dude, also, there's something I still make to this day that HelloFresh did. Like it won't even be part of the, like, I won't make the whole meal, but I'll be like, I just want to make the potatoes. Yukon gold potatoes, drizzled in oil, covered in seasoning, put in the oven. Swear to God, man, the easiest thing to make, but probably my favorite thing that HelloFresh gave me in my life. <laughs> you, r- woke me up to the Yukon gold potato. I'm not even <laughs> Opened his third eye. Oh, it opened my third eye. The Yukon gold potato baked in the oven was amazing. Go to HelloFresh.com slash Lockdown16 and use code Lockdown16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. All right, Scotty. Segment two, Lockdown Red Wings podcast. We are recapping the 63 victory over the Philadelphia Flyers, completing the season sweep. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about individual moments in this game and the fact that Joe Valeno, had a pretty goal at the beginning of the game. What a way to start that game. First of all, when was the last time the Red Wings scored first in the game? It feels like it's been for, well, I guess technically they scored first against Seattle and Vancouver. But what was the last time, man? What was the last time they scored first? I guess the better question is when was the last time they scored that quickly in a game? Feels I think like the best question is what was the last time they scored first and held on to it? I think it's probably the best way well, to Vancouver, work that. One nothing victory. Yeah, true. Well, it doesn't feel like it's been that recently with the way they haven't dominated. I I guess dominate is not the right word. I don't know. It's just a vibe they're giving off. Great analysis. The vibes are just off with them. It it is (laughs) great. Great analysis. This is why you host. Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) Anyway, the Joe Valeno goal back to that. Nasty. Getting off of vibes, talking about real things that happened. Hey, nasty. It nasty, was nasty. It was a, a nice pass, too. Um, also, that- he so like that's obviously a, a great play and showed a lot of patience, and it was an absolute beauty. He the whole game, man, he was cutting through, he was he was stick lifting and, and deacon and stuff. Like, he was Joe Valeno looked, looked pretty damn good tonight. He has been looking a lot better, a lot. A lot recently. I mean, we, we've talked about it. We mentioned it a couple times, but ever since the All-Star break, actually a few games before that, like he his confidence has seemingly rose. And I think I, I do think that time spent in Grand Rapids has really done a lot wonders on his comp, uh, confidence. And, you know, that game, he played a game or two in the second line. He didn't necessarily look out of place. I don't know if he necessarily looked ready for the second line long term, but it looks like someplace he could be in the future. And I'm loving that because I... I mean, when Joe Valeno got drafted, what is it, 30th overall by the Red Wings that year, and people talked about how he dropped in the draft. Like, 
I think he can be a really good asset. And he plays a pretty solid defensive game for a guy who's, you know, touted to be at the time of the draft, at least a goal scorer. So I'm looking forward to it. If this is what Joe Valeno is. I'm looking forward to it because he's got the skill. It's just about gaining the confidence and his confidence is rising. Yeah. I mean, like I said, he even take away the goal, man. I, I there was two, three, four times in this game where I was, I, I, I out loud said like, who the hell is, is this guy? Like, <laughs> Joe, like he just looked different, man. He, he really does. Uh, if it is a confidence thing, he's got a lot of it right now and it's awesome to watch and awesome to see. Yeah. And like, despite, so there's going to a lot of players in this game that, had a positive impact via hockey uh, stat cards and natural stat trick because the Red Wings, you know, dominated the quality scoring, quality shot attempts in this game and quality scoring chances in this game while getting out shot by about five shots. And so Joe Valeno is another one of those guys that had a positive impact. He was, he was around a just a, a just above middle hockey stat card wise and on his impact in this game, but he was hundred percent a positive impact. He had a positive offensive impact, obviously a positive individual impact, Obviously, he scored. That's a great individual impact. Um, defensively, also positive impact. I mean, he's just and that's but that's been Joe Valeno so far. You know, ever since the All Star break, for even throughout the the bad games, a lot of times he was at least partially providing a partially impact, uh, positive impact, if not you know a hundred percent. In this game alone, let me organize this by expected goals for percentage. Uh, he was what sixth on the team. He had an expected goals for percentage of 71.10 and a relative of 10. So on the ice, he was a 10% uh, addition to the team. And again, one game, so small sample size. Whenever I reference these one game possession metrics, you got to remember it's, it's literally one, one game. One game and he scored a goal in it, yeah. Yeah, and that, that, that'll fluctuate it. But he it, it just backs up and supports what you were seeing with the eye is Joe Valeno has been a lot better recently. And, you know, for a rookie, you love to see that. Yeah. Big time. And, and especially with, you know, the trade deadline now being behind us and, and trading Vlad and stuff. I, I think Valeno might be putting a lot more opportunities to showcase that kind of stuff and showcase some goal scoring abilities and, and uh, get some more meaningful minutes in there. And I'm really, really excited, honestly, to see how he takes advantage of those in uh, in the last third of the season here. Um, man, I wanted to use that as a way to segue into Jacob Brown and be like, you know who else I'm really excited for? But looking at the time, got to talk to you guys today about Built Bar or Built Bar, BuiltBar.com. Where am I going today, uh, guys? You got to try their puffs. If you haven't, you're missing out on one of Built Bar's best tasting bars. Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They're fluffy. They're marshmallowy. They're not just a protein bar. They're a treat, and they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Puffs are a fan favorite with some incredible flavors. Yummy, cinnamony churro, coconut marshmallow, banana cream pie. So good. These are going to be your new favorite. All Built Bars are covered in 100% real chocolate. Yeah, guys, 100% real chocolate. Low calorie, high protein, replace your candy bars with these. They are better. A typical candy bar is anywhere from two to 300 calories. Go to built.com and scroll down their macros chart. You'll be blown away. High protein, low cal, high fiber, low carb. Most protein bars contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, four net carbs, and 17 grams of protein. At Built, uh, at built Bar, they are all about t- the taste. They make it taste delicious first, then figure out how to make it healthy. And I don't know. 
but they just manage to pull it off every single time. Go to built.com, use promo code LOCKED15, get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Now we'll talk about Jacob Verana. You killed that, man. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, Yeah, Jacob Verana scored two goals in this game. And no, I think Nolan honestly put it aptly on uh, Twitter. He's like, I don't think I've seen Jacob Verana score a normal goal. Like all of his goals are always like either really, really cool or really, really wonky. But man, does he score? He, he scores a lot. That I mean, that that his second one was just being unreal. I mean, that like the lark, the setup for the second one, Larkin going left, skating around, going left, then quickly turning around, just firing it right to to Verona right there, and and one timer beauty, man. I mean that was that was just both of those dudes being uber talented is all that was. Yeah, I mean now he's got five goals in seven uh, in seven games. Not- he notably, 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 wow, notably does not have an assist yet this season. But I mean the guy's a goal scoring machine, and it, is he really not? He doesn't have a single assist this season. Goodness gracious! Well, he scores two goals. He scores three goals in two games. They put him down on the third line doesn't get a single point until tonight where he gets two goals playing top six minutes like i think the solution here for jacob ron is pretty simple i mean you traded the reason the reason he wanted to get out of washington in the first place is because he was getting bottom six minutes when he's more talented than that and right. then you're gonna put him on the bottom six with on the red wings and put phillips on the first line and I, the whole phillips thing i'm not gonna go down but jacob ron is more deserving of top six minutes right now than phillips Zadina because jacob ron scores He's got just as many, if not more, goals than Philip Zadina already. And he's played like what seven games? Yeah, no, I mean, <laughs> just put him on the top six, right? Yeah, look I what he does. Doesn't seem like rocket science, um, but it, it just makes like it, it just makes sense, man. It's not hard. It's not. Uh, I mean, just the the impact he has on this game alone. You know, he was the third had the third best uh, impact on this game. Neg- slight, just barely negative defensively, according to hockey stat cards. But he was a 1.33 offensive imp- uh, positive impact and a 1.66 individual. Now, that's obviously because of the two goals that's going to have a huge individual impact. But holy mackerel, was he an amazing asset for the Red Wings on the ice because of those two goals and putting himself in a position to succeed. But on that second goal, I do want to give a shout out to Dylan Larkin. Dylan Larkin, of course, had had himself a really nice game as well. I believe he had two assists in this one as well. He uh that assist he had on Verona's second goal, that that just he slowed down. They broke into the zone and he just slowed down. And the entire play basically skated by him. No one touched Larkin. And he just stick handled to the left. So basically faded to the left and then Fired a pass to the right. It was very deceptive in the way that he was going left and then made a pass back across the slot to the right. Jacob Verona, one-timer to boom. Beauty. One time for the one time, baby. No, it was beautiful. And uh, I believe that was also Larkin's 350th career point. I think you're right. I believe you tweeted about that. The cool... Hell of a a mini-milestone... Uh, to to get that one on, that was a that was an unreal pass, unreal play all around. Well, and he also said, wasn't he also he had the pass on the Lucas Raymond one time goal? Yes. And How about that was, Raymond just sitting down and sliding across the ice <laughs> like this? That's adorable. 
these kids have so much fun. We were talking about it yesterday with the Mojo Show, but like they they clearly are just loving the game of hockey right now, and I love that. Oh, he literally was sitting. He was just sitting down like he was sitting in a chair. He was just sliding around. He was like this. <laughs> and that was his twentieth goal of the season, and just ah. Uh, it, this is one of those games More where you're like, that's right. he has years lived on this planet. More goals this season. That is a depressing thought uh, for people like me who are, you know, getting up there in age. <laughs> but really exciting for the Red Wings. And what? <laughs> I mean, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you're old, Brian. It's a, it's, a, it's a cool stat. I don't know what to tell you, man. Yeah, it was just 20 goals out of a rookie, and then you have guy like Sider on the back end who on defense is just a physical monster but also really good at the sport. It's one of those games that reminds you, like, oh, yeah, the light is at the end of the tunnel. We went through a really rough stretch there where it was bad. but And, again, the Flyers are a down-and-out opponent right now. But games like this are like, oh, yeah, there are, there are positives still here right now, positives more to come. Very happy. Very, very happy. Good teams beat bad teams, man. And, like, I know that yeah. sounds, like, super, you know, like Captain that. Obvious, but it's <laughs> me- mediocre teams don't always beat bad teams. Good teams will have tight battles with other good teams and beat teams they are better than, night in and night out. Let's... And so this is, that's something you got to get used to in a, in a step in the development is just – when a team is clearly worse than you going in and taking care of business and getting out of there. Well, and also like, let's not even look big picture. Let's look little picture. Let's look at just this tonight, tonight in a vacuum. Let's enjoy it. You know, the Red Wings, you know, they're not going to be a playoff team. We already know that this year from here on out, the rest of the year is about what draft pick you can get and looking ahead to the next draft and seeing who's available. They got a win last night and it was a good win. They dominated most of the play. Let's enjoy that. Oscar Sundquist, first game as a Red Wing, got a goal and an assist. Both on empty netters. But hey, good for him. Hey, what a fourth line. We got yeah. some we got some big boys down there at the fourth line now, man. Oh god, that that we talked about that a little bit yesterday. The the depth. The team got a lot deeper with those with that Nick Letty trade. It might not have gotten better skill wise a whole lot, but it got a hell of a lot deeper. Those players who were playing at the bottom of the lineup because you know depth is important. You know you didn't get any like top end talent back in that Nick Letty trade, but you got good depth players. And it, I'm, and that I'm fourth really line excited. Is, is going out there with bad intentions. Let me tell you, it's not just the Giovanni Smith show anymore. We we brought in another dog, so <laughs> that uh, that that fourth line is is going to have some have some fun. You know what I admittedly don't know is his his, uh, his size. Oscar Sundquist, he's he's big. Oh yeah, he's six foot three. Yeah, he's First a big banner. boy. So the the back end is a large group of people now. Yes, a lot of big <laughs> boys that uh, that aren't afraid to to go fast into the boards and also aren't afraid to to drop gloves. Stevie loves big people. That is that is abundantly clear. He yeah. loves tall people. Um. Jack Waltman played pretty good too. He was uh, he was overall a, a positive impact on the ice. Not like not like a huge and like very incremental, mm-hmm. you know, hockey stat card rise. Uh, expected goals four percentage in this game, fifty one. So you know he didn't like wow me by any stretch of the imagination. But I mean he 
did exactly what I was hoping him for. I thought I was hoping he'd shore up the, the team defensively, and he he helped that with that tonight. I I felt. Yeah, no, I I agree. Uh, not a not a liability out there, not a huge plus, and honestly, that's kind of refreshing given what we've had to deal with this season. Really, so, all I'm hoping for, right? <laughs> all I'm asking. Totally fine with that. Um, the last thing is, um, didn't even get to put the shot chart up today, so I'm gonna do that right now at the end of the episode yeah, because I I just I, you know it, it's a little it's interesting. We like a good. Shot it's not chart. horrible. Um, this is at, is this at five on five? This is at five on five. And so, uh, you can see here, the Red Wings have a slight edge, I would say, on scoring chances, which supports the theory or not the theory, but the, what we saw game is that they, they kind of dominated despite having less shots. Um, they have a lot, their heat is a lot more central, central over the opposing goalie. Um, yeah, the, I mean, Flyers, the Flyers had some good shots from the slot area. I wouldn't say from like the high danger area. There was only, I think, seven high danger shots against all game against Nadalkovic at all strengths. This being just five on five, uh, the shot chart we're looking at. But I mean, it's, it was pretty tight. It was pretty close. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, that, that dark circle that we've become so accustomed to right on top of the net is not there. And that alone is... is it's a little uh, somewhat of a victory it's a lot lighter and then a lot smaller size wise as well so not the uh not not the you know greatest defensive performance of all time but uh we've certainly seen quite a lot worse this year so yeah we'll, we'll take it the defense wasn't like stellar tonight obviously they had the two ma- major breakdowns that led to two goals but outside of those two major breakdowns they weren't the worst we've seen them they weren't it, let, let me rephrase. They weren't consistently bad tonight. Sure, fair enough. They fair were. They, they had a couple short bursts of really bad, but they weren't consistently bad. Um, but I mean, again, let's just enjoy the win. It was a good win. Finished the season sweep. If if the Red Wings could play the Buffalo Sabers and the Philadelphia Flyers every single game, they'd be a Stanley Cup contender. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that! Look at that! Well, crazy how that works. Crazy. Uh, any final thoughts, man? Uh, we ball, baby. Good, yeah. good win. Good win. Why didn't it te- beat a team you were supposed to beat? Good win. Um, my final thought is, Giovanni Smith, I love you, and I love that you're willing Man, to. Man, we rare... don't need to talk about. No, it. you know, I don't even care if he didn't necessarily win those fights. I love that he's willing to do it. Like that's just, oh, okay. it's a big mentality thing. I think it's he's not afraid to go in there and the lose. First some one, I, I think was soft. I think the dude yeah. just bull rushed him and he didn't even get a chance to get his glove off. It wasn't even the fight. fight. It like basically tackled him. The second one that was better. He had he had that was a legit fight and he just got bested. He slipped a little bit on the way down. I don't think it was like a direct hit that caused him to fall, but he uh yeah the, the second one I will I will I will give the second one a a, a fair a fair <laughs> win on the other side with the a first hard one fought loss. Dude just got bull rushed and he literally didn't even get his glove off before he had already gotten taken down to the ground. Like yeah, I just lame. You don't need to win every single fight. Go out there, but just the Fine, thought yeah. that he's willing to do it is what is so important. Yeah, and the oh, fact yeah. that Absolutely. I mean he does win some. Absolutely. I mean, if you're going out there and trying to fight every single night, and you're getting your butt kicked. I mean, then you're no better than me. Well, you're the enforcer. Uh, okay. Well, that does Thank you, Scotty. I, lo- I love you for uh, <laughs> love pumping you, me out, buddy. 
Uh, thanks for making Lockdown Ratings your first listen every day. Now make your second listen to Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Scotty and I will be back with you guys tomorrow as we preview the next game. Same time, same place. It's your team every day. Every day.